to shoot. David Beckham. Oh, goodness me. Awful long time. And now they're stretched at the back. The US have numbers. Altidore squares it. Dempsey's missed it. Donovan has it. From hope, there is glory. It's London Donovan. Pelota se va escorriendo hasta que llegan los botines de JJJ con la derecha. This is Sunday Luke's finest podcast with David and Obi. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Sunday Leagues Finest, where I'm Obi Hernandez and my co-host is... David Donis. What's up, y'all? What's up to our five listeners? We really appreciate you guys. Yeah, and uh, we're on the road again, so hopefully I don't get in a car crash like I almost did last time for you guys. Hey, hey, we got to sacrifice a lot for our viewers. Yeah, and honestly, I think this works best because, uh, you know, so it's not it's, you can't always just sit down and put your laptop and... Sometimes you just got to break out the cell phones and get right to it. Talk about the sport we all love, soccer. Exactly, exactly. Or most of the world knows it, football. Yeah. All right, David. Well, you know, a couple MLS controversies this weekend. Um, I don't want to go into it too much. You know, bottom line is VAR sucks. Do you agree? Uh, yeah. And that's, I was like, I know. This is a, a podcast we, that all our fans and millions of people around the world have been waiting for to talk about the World Cup. But, uh, yeah, we got to get it in there because, man, I can't stand VAR. Take it away, fix it, and then you can bring it back for a second try. But right now, I think it's doing more harm than good. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, it kind of leads into it because they will have VAR at the World Cup. And if they haven't even figured out the kinks in the MLS, I hate to say it, but it may decide – who wins the World Cup and it's going to be high, highly controversial. Yeah, I got I got something new for you. Do you want to hear it? Let's hear it. Noeda VAR. <laughs> for real, dude. dude. Like, I'm you. already calling it. Something's going to happen to Mexico that involves VAR that's going to either knock him out yep. of the knockout stage or not have him go through the group stages. Yep, yep. Mexico is always at either in favor in the World Cup stages, something always knocks out Mexico. Ref controversy. In the CONCACAF, they always benefit from the yeah. referees. I wonder why. <laughs> Paying the ref. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, David, World Cup 2018, I uh, believe we're only 20-something days away, maybe less. Um, in Russia, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, you know... It's kind of tough because I'm, all of us, everybody around the world is excited for the World Cup. It's the biggest stage for soccer, the best sport in the world. But, you know, it's it, we're not as, I mean, you're probably the same way. It's, it's just not as exciting when your home team, your home country isn't in it. Uh, I mean, what, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm super excited. You know, it's a World Cup anyways, but I was always looking forward to, you know, having USA in it always gives us a, an extra excitement. So it hasn't been the same, you know, especially with right now with all the roster releases being done and USA just releasing a roster to play Bolivia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think the biggest thing that is really going to suck is that it was just uh, a big wasted opportunity for U.S. soccer just because MLS is continuing to grow with new franchises and uh, MLS always gets a boost after the World Cup. 
and you're just going to miss that opportunity. And, you know, especially for some of the U.S. players like Pulisic, I mean, this could have been a big showcase for him to launch himself. And who knows, you could have had some other U.S. stars really come out of this, but now you don't have that opportunity. Yep, yep, yep. It's unfortunate, but, hey, it's a big learning curve. U.S. soccer needs to make some changes. It's not completely broken, but we, we do need to tweak the system a little bit, and hopefully we come back stronger. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, I mean, how do you feel about it being held in Russia? Is is it even is it supposed to be cold around that time? Or, I mean, I haven't heard uh, much on the weather front. I mean, I'm not too sure, but, I mean, there's always been controversy between uh, – the U.S. and Russia, so that's why USA didn't qualify, you know, to make sure that there wasn't going to be any controversy. I know. Um, I'm surprised Putin hasn't, like, thrown it in her face. Probably has, just under the radar. But um, I don't know. There's, there's high, uh, there was a lot of controversy going into Russia, but, um, you know, I guess all the political things that are going on as well as, uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> the gangs of the mafia around there but i think i think it'll be it'll, it'll, it'll all come together and it'll, it'll, it'll have a good a fantastic yeah world cup i do too and it, it's actually surprising that they kept the world cup considering with the olympics where all their athletes were on statewide doping uh, <laughs> yeah so who yeah knows? dude the, the, Who knows that their their soccer athletes are gonna be dope, dude? They got like six toes and super buff. For real, dude. The goalkeepers have like ten fingers on each hand. Yeah. All right, Obi. I got two big questions for you. Number one, who is gonna win the World Cup? And then number two, who are you actively rooting for and cheering for? Uh, since we don't have you know our home come home country to root for, go. Right, who's going to win the World Cup? Realistically looking at it, Germany takes the World Cup. Germany. And, I mean, it's just their depth is insane, dude. When you look at their roster, their B team is better than everyone else's A team. Um, That being said, that's the beautiful thing about soccer. Anybody can beat any team on any given day, but I think Germany's going to take it. Actively rooting for is Mexico. You know, I, I am uh, half Mexican, half Guatemalan. Um, so my number one team is USA. Okay. Then it goes Guatemala, then Mexico. So Mexico's still in it. So I'll, I'll be actively supporting Mexico. But also besides Mexico, I always love cheering on Argentina. About a Messi for Messi? Yep, Messi, dude. Messi. I, I, I mean, I think Germany wins it again, but I hope Argentina actually takes it i'm just saying realistically germany takes it but my high hope like dream is argentina but they're i don't think they'll take it and you david same two questions i mean i really hope that you know it can fall for messi because that's no matter how great of a player it is it's always gonna if he doesn't get that world cup trophy it's always gonna be there and everyone's always gonna remind him of it and he's always gonna be compared to maradona and maradona has his um but, yeah, the team, I think, is going to take it. I think Brazil is going to bounce back from that 7-1 defeat in their home country because I think it is a – I think this World Cup is a, it's a South American country year. So I, I have Brazil taking it. Uh, it could be a Brazil-Germany final. Who knows? Um, Dang, yeah, Brazil taking it, huh? Yeah, okay. yeah. You know what? I was, I, was, I was really high on Argentina until they got smashed 6-1 by Spain. So I don't Yeah, know. but that was without Messi. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Look what happened to Barca without Messi. <laughs> yeah, Messi, Messi runs the team. But the teams I'm actually rooting for, uh, of course, no matter what, I will never, ever, ever go for Mexico. Um, I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather just stop myself. In but, dude, state. you're Mexican. All right, that's like when white people say they're Cherokee, all right, man? Whatever, they they still register themselves, so that's you. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going for, I'm, I'm Guatemalan, so I got to go for my Central American teams. Costa Rica and Panama, and then just for shits and giggles, I like what Iceland is doing, so let's go Vikings. Dude, screw Panama. They robbed us of the World Cup. Nah, that was the ref's fault, man. Yeah, and the ref is, where was he from, dude? Uh, where was he? Was, was, he went to Guatemala. Guatemala. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. That's our best, that's our best Guatemalan uh, athlete is that rep because he's going yeah. to World Cup. Walter Lopez. <laughs> he's the only one that goes, only Guatemalan I ever go to a World Cup. Walter Lopez, dude. He screwed up. Yeah, I know, man. See, that's what you need VAR right there for that call. Shit, yeah. That's what we need VAR for. Not for this bullshit offside stuff that they keep doing. Yeah, not for that bullcrap red card that they gave Slatan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was a red card. Dude. Oh, man. All right. But you know what I think happened is I think Slatan told the ref to give slot on a red card. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but yeah. Okay, off topic. World Cup is coming up. It's going to be exciting. Uh, so we're going we're gonna, to uh, break down the, the first two groups. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to get your take really quick on the upcoming World Cup. We've got the 2022 Qatar World Cup, and then we've got the 2026 World Cup bid that the U.S. put out there with a joint bid with Canada and Mexico, and I believe that's going to be with the expanded format. So I want to kind of get your take on all that. So 2022 Qatar is going to be hot as balls. <laughs> um, I'm from Bakersfield, and it's hot as <laughs> here uh, in the summer. Um, we I can't imagine actually playing a full-on like high-caliber tournament during the summer. You know, it's it's going to be crazy, dude. Um, I heard what Qatar is trying to do, or they're theories i guess you could say is that kind of have a in a sense an ac ventilated stadiums so that way they can be able to play at lower temperatures that's what i heard dude. um and then i also heard the other thing about moving it to the winter i oh, hope that okay. does not happen because the, the world cup is always a summer tournament can we all say what everybody knows this was literally corruption uh for fifa and qatar because there's no way a world cup should be in, in qatar let's be honest yeah, yeah, it's definitely all corruption. I mean, we got rid of Bladder, but then they just kept the World Cup there anyways. It should be stripped. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It may, maybe it, it, it could be stripped. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If I mean, who the hell wants to go to Qatar, dude, to watch a World Cup? Dude, nobody. The U.S. soccer team might be taken hostage, man, if they qualify. Yeah, that's why we're not going to qualify the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. They've already started building everything, so it might be difficult to strip them, but... I mean, I think everybody's kind of dreading that, that World Cup. And, I mean, honestly, uh, it's going to be really hard to travel to that part of the world um, just for safety concerns. Now, Qatar might be safer, but you don't think that other countries that are in, you know, war situations might think about, you know, causing trouble? I don't know. It's kind of kind of risky for me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Qatar had a, I guess you could say they bought their way into the World Cup because you wouldn't really see them any other time. That's why I said what the Mala needs to do. Buy it with what? 
That's why. That's our only hope, though. Instead of instead of uh, putting money into our youth academies, just save up a bunch of money and make a World Cup. Let's start a GoFundMe for uh, Guatemala to buy the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I I don't like it. But yeah. Now to speak about the 2026 World Cup, USA, Mexico, Canada bid. Um, I mean, I hope they get it. But realistically, looking at it, I don't think they will because right there, you're taking three spots away from the CONCACAF. So the CONCACAF teams, I don't think will vote for it. So you lost pretty much your all your pool right there. You get me? So you're, you're, you're saying our own voting block won't vote for it? They won't vote for it because then you took away three guaranteed uh, qualification spots already. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that they must have talked with CONCACAF before they even put this bid together. So I think they're on board. And honestly, what I think is going to happen is this is going to be the expanded World Cup to 48 teams. So I really think that they'll probably get two spots out of Mexico because they always qualify anyways. And I think that, that Canada probably will just have to go through the qualification route. But... Most likely, they probably have chance, and maybe they might throw us an extra spot. But I, I think it'll be all right. Well, there's no way Canada agrees to make that bid and not get an uh, automatic uh, spot. They're going to get it. I don't know. Because Canada will not make it on their own. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they got pretty close before. If we have an extra, well, I guess it'd be the same if we take two spots away. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, but uh, uh, what do you? What do, how do you feel? You think? Well, uh, what do you think about if we do get it? You think it's gonna grow the sport of soccer even more? You think we'll smash the record we set last time? Uh, what What do you think about that? That part of it? I think if we get it, it'll definitely help the growth of soccer, uh, especially if we're doing well at the time. You know, say if we make it to uh, the quarterfinals at least by that. By that, but. Um, yeah, no matter what, bringing such a big magnitude of an event to the United States is going to produce way more soccer. I know there's a whole series or a whole documentary about how USA was almost about to erupt on, uh, soccer-wise, you know, when Pelé was here in New York Cosmos and everything, but we didn't host the World Cup that year. And um, because of that, they say uh, we, we could have ex- exploded. So I think right now, soccer on the rise... Um, in a couple, what, eight, eight more years, I think, um, yeah, it'll definitely create a bigger population here. And I say maybe after that World Cup, we go promotion relegation. Yeah, maybe by then everything will be situated and uh, you won't have more more teams expanding into MLS. So, yeah, it could be the right uh, concoction to have all that. All right, man. Uh, well, one more thing. What do you? How do you feel about the uh, expand expansion to 48 teams? That one's difficult for me. I, 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 the only reason I like it is because it gives Guatemala a better chance to qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> but I, I don't know, dude. I just I hope the the quality of play in the World Cup doesn't drop because you already have some teams that squeak in and literally don't do anything, and some of those teams are CONCACAF teams. Um, but by expanding and giving them more, you're going to have a lot more more like less cal- high caliber high quality teams in the world cup which means some games aren't going to be as exciting anymore i mean it still be the world cup still going to be exciting but yeah 
Yeah, and I, I, what I've seen from some of the, the the formats that they might use, where they would have like the uh, the sixteen that are added, would be in almost like a a pre or a pre qualification round where they all get in groups of like three, and the winners of those groups kind of get smashed in with the rest of the thirty two teams. So that 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 way, it might be a little bit better, just because you would have uh, uh, it would be more uh, competitive, and you wouldn't have too many crappy teams. But, yeah, it would have been nice to get some kind of median because it would have been nice to have more teams just because, you know, more teams, you have more people vested in more interest, all that good stuff. Uh, but 48, yeah, 48 seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because, look, UEFA is going from – they have 13 right now. They would be going to 16. The um, the Africans uh, would be going from five teams. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That would be the – so we would CONCACAF would go from three and a half teams to six and a half teams so basically the six plus the um, plus the you know the playoff match but uh, yeah the African nations would go from five to nine teams are those official or is it just what they're kind of throwing out there I think these are official and yeah, and then the South American would go from four and a half teams to six teams, and then Oceania goes from one playoff match to one team. Yeah, honestly, they should just like pretty much let all of South America qualify because I think it's kind of BS that what they get they get five now, right? Yeah, they get well, they get four plus a playoff, and they usually win the playoff. And and Europe gets twelve and a half. They get thirteen. Yeah, so how does that – I mean, that doesn't really make any sense to me, but that's that's a topic for another day. Um, right now, let's go ahead and get, in it, get into it. We're going to break down Groups A and B. So first off, Group A, we've got Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Who do you have? Who do I have coming out? Who do I have taking on top? Who, who do we have? Wait, say, say that again? Who do I have both teams coming out, or who do I have taking first? Uh, I mean, both teams coming out, but just do them in order of how you think they're going to come out. All right. Uruguay comes out on top, and Egypt comes out in second place. Egypt? Really? Yep. Yep. Dude, Russia's not a strong team. Mohamed Salah's tearing it up, and I I, I think they're doing – they're going to have a strong performance in the World Cup. Wow. So you got Uruguay and Egypt. All right. Yes, sir. I have – Who do you have? I actually have – Russia coming out on top. Uh, my main reasoning is just because they're hosting it. I think, uh, what was it, the South African World Cup was the only team to, uh, only country to not come out of the group stages in World Cup history. And I think it's just because, it's you know, it's Africa and they tend to have weaker teams. But I think Russia, since they're going to be in Europe, they're hosting it and everything, they might be doping. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think they're going to come out on top. And then I'm with you. I think Egypt is actually going to come in second because, yeah, you got Mo Salah and they just have a good team. And I think that's, they're going to be my uh, my big underdog that's going to go pretty far in this tournament. Um, so, yeah, actually you have Uruguay not making it, which is crazy because I think the South American teams are really good. But that one is just a weird one for me, and I think that's the way it's going to play out. I just I just don't see Russia having enough power to get through. 
Dude, having the World Cup in your home country is, is a crazy thing. Just like, the, you know, remember when the U.S. beat uh, Colombia when we had it in us? We weren't supposed to beat Colombia. Yeah, that's true, but I just don't think so. All right, we'll see. And oh, yeah, well, we will see. I don't even know if Saudi Arabia really puts up a fight, but uh, they're probably going to get drilled. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, to be honest, I don't even know much about the nation of Saudi Arabia, you know, as a soccer nation. <laughs> they have a lot of oil. <laughs> this dude. Well, moving on to Group B, where we have Iran or Iran. We have Morocco, Portugal, and Spain. Who do you have coming out on top? Well, I mean, this is probably the easiest one to pick out. I mean, we're both going to agree Portugal and Spain are going to come out. Uh, it's just really in what order. And what it's really going to determine that is that they, when they play against each other. So whoever wins that game is pretty much going to come out on top. And I have, uh, I think Spain will come out first and Portugal will come out second. What about you? Yeah, I have it the exact same way. Um, Spain's looking really good right now. Portugal, although they won the Euros, they're going to come out of the group, but I don't think they're going to do that good in the World Cup uh, outside of the group stage. You don't think your boyfriend Ronaldo is going to do anything? Nah, dude. He's going to act injured again. If he gets injured, then Portugal will go far. Really? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding because that's what happened in the Euro. He no, got I, injured and they won. I got you. Hey, maybe that's, <laughs> you know, maybe that's how they get successful. Yeah. It's like Galaxy. You Slatan gets out of the game and we finally win again. Can you imagine? Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, we, we need to keep him on the bench, but we can't because Slatan's going to beat us up. Yeah, for real, dude. It's probably in his contract that says you can't be on the bench. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, Morocco and Iran. I don't think they'll put up a fight against Portugal or Spain, but it'll be interesting to see them play each other. But they're just, you know. See, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I agree with you, but like we were just speaking about, you know, it's the World Cup. And for the most part in the World Cup, other than a few games, they're mainly competitive, you know, whether or not whatever teams there are. You know, for the most part, if a random team like, Iran played Morocco. I wouldn't pay attention to it, but you know, it's a World Cup, and right. I'm gonna be super excited for that game as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you want? Do you want to go ahead and do another group, or you just want to cut it off there? I would do Group C. All right, let's do Group C. We got France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark. What you got? Ooh, what you this got? one's a, this one's this one's not as obvious. But I have France coming out on top, of course. That one, I think, is the only obvious one. And this one, many people may disagree with me, but I think Peru's taking second. Ooh, we actually agree. I agree with you, man. Um, hey. Peru has looked good even when they were, when, during qualifying, man, to, to go over uh, Chile. They, they look good. Um, and, you know, obviously France. France has got the most stacked team, uh, you know. Oh, it's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. But, you know, France is also one of those teams that they either go ahead and win the World Cup or they don't get out of the group stage. So <laughs> there's no in-between. That's true. That's true. So let's see if they show up to play. Hopefully they don't come in too overconfident looking at their group, you know, because on paper they should have no trouble with any of those teams Yeah. on paper. Yeah. But, you know, we know soccer is not played on paper. Um, yeah, dude, it's going to be an exciting time. A lot. My dad disagreed that with Peru coming out. He says Denmark's a European team. They they're used to a higher caliber style of play. Ah. But I disagree. 
I think South America is just as good. Yeah, it's just a different, it's very different. Europe is very, uh, there are system formations, everything you press and you you come back in defense at the same time. South America is more pass and move, a lot of individual talent, and um, both have its pros and cons. So it's nice, it's, it's always an awesome game when you have a European team match against a South American team. You get to see the two different playing styles, so that's really cool to watch. But I really like this group, and, you know, even Australia is a good team, too. They're kind of like, you know, they, they, they remind me a lot of the U.S. team when they play. Yeah, uh, I like, uh, what's his name, Tim Cahill? Is that his name? Yeah, is that old ass still yeah, playing? Yeah, dude, he's still playing, dude. <laughs> he scored a golazo the last World Cup. In the last World Cup, people didn't even expect him because he was, he was so old, bro. And, uh, I, I think he got <laughs> called up again this year. Yeah, man, that's crazy. He used to play for uh, the New York Red Bulls. That's the only reason yeah. I know him. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, one more, or is that it? Yeah, we'll save the rest for <laughs> next week. All right, we'll, we'll leave our uh, huge audience on edge. Yeah, all five. Shout out to Rose that I know listens to it. Maybe Eric and Michael. Yeah, and yeah, and if you guys want to uh, drop your picks and let us know what you got so we can... Uh, tell you how stupid your picks are go ahead and do it yeah definitely <laughs> sunday.leagues. what i what i do hold on our email is sunday.league.finest at gmail.com and we're also looking for we're looking for an intern to replace obi yeah but for, for the editing <laughs> for the editing we're looking for someone yeah you will get college credit <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But um, all, right, man. all right, dude. Uh, sounds good. Uh, well, everybody, stay tuned for next week on another World Cup edition. Yeah, World Cup is coming up. It's gonna be exciting. A uh, lot to watch. You get to see the stars come together. Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, Mo Salah. What else do you want? You're missing the biggest star of them all, and that is Christian Pulisic. Lenny Donovan, dude. He yeah, in the last World Cup. Clips, but I hate. Yeah, dude. Hey, I wonder if USA would have made it if they would have called Donovan back up. Dude, I think Donovan has a way to inspire a team. Exactly, dude. It's kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, everybody. Well, we don't want to get too off topic, so tune in next week where we'll have another World Cup edition. And thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.